Hi and welcome to this Premier League podcast. I'm Oscar and I'm joined by my co-host as usually. Hello, I'm Daniel. And uh, we're going to start this talk about going back. We had some games that we thought were going to be extra interesting to follow in the upcoming months. And the first one was Manchester United versus Leicester. And this game finished 1-0. But this actually, this was Manchester United's only win in the last five games. While this was Leicester's only loss in the last five games. So, kind of weird in that sense. I mean, if you look on form table from the last five games, which which I've set up, so I have it, we have it here in in a document of, of ours, we can find Manchester United is only on 14th position with one win, two draws, and two losses. While we found Leicester in a hefty third uh, on the same points, actually, as Manchester City, which is... Yeah, that that's yeah, on form. Yeah, Leicester's been really good. Manchester United's been really poor. <laughs> in a weird way. But that, in that match, that didn't matter. No. I think it was... I've heard some speculation afterwards that Leicester didn't really dare play their own game against Manchester United because they were still going away to Old Trafford. They were still this massive team. They didn't dare play their game. And, and that cost them. If they dared play what they're good at, they they would have won, which I don't see as impossible. But I mean, if you look, even with that game, uh, we have, for Leicester, we have Jamie Vardy scored five goals the last five games. He's been in really good form. While their goalkeeper, Kasper Michael, held one clean sheet, but even outside of that, it's only conceded four goals. So only one goal per game. Which is amazing, yeah, and it helps them to, to be in this lofty position. Yeah, and uh, we're seeing the they're scaring me in a way. It's uh, the last weeks like they're having a really good form. Are they coming back to the, the top form they had a few years ago? It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, at the start we were thinking, can they get into top six? Like questions now the question is can they make it into the top four they can get champions league football again they had it of course back when they won the league it's right right now the third in the table non-stop after liverpool and Manchester city two points ahead of arsenal in fourth and they have deserved to be up there and they have a really good squad so with some of the so-called top teams, the top, the top six, not doing what they're supposed to. Oh, the uh, sure, why not? Because th- they look really good. Yeah, that's really becoming a thing right now. That the top six doesn't perform like top six. Yeah, I, I think we yeah, have I think three the of the top is, six is teams not being in top six. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, and that's troubling. For the te- their teams, yeah. So, it, it's it's fun to be fair. It's yeah, I love it. Teams teams right. Like uh, it, it's still, I would say it's more of a top two nowadays. Which, yeah, it's the top two and the rest. Yeah, but uh, not if you look at form. Then I, I'm really impressed if you look look in that way. Like, yeah, some teams are they're, actually they're, keeping uh, up with the big ones. Yeah, there are six teams. This last five five games that I have ten points or more, 
and we'll go into more detail on which those teams are later. But um, like it's a uh, it, uh, spoiler. It's not the teams you think. So, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, um, but yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that. Let's move on to the next fixture, which is Tottenham versus Crystal Palace. Now we mentioned this as a team, as a match between two teams that had struggled in the start of the season and didn't look that good, and absolutely uh, Tottenham, which we didn't anticipate being that lowly. In the end, Tottenham ran away with a four-nil win. But just as Leicester, this was to be Crystal Palace only defeat, uh, and they've had a really strong. Uh, really strong form as well, which actually put them in sixth place ahead of Tottenham by three points. Because Crystal Palace is, they are one of the big surprises this this year. And it's early. They're only in ninth place in the league yet because they didn't have the best start. The first two, two games they only managed to get one point from. But they're starting to, they're starting to show. And yeah. Maybe that 2-1 win against Manchester United at the end of last month wasn't that much of a fluke. That that was the start of them moving. Yeah, and Tottenham now. The, the, the result we got in that match was the result you should expect from that match. Yeah. Like 4-0 but, is the normal Tottenham way against Crystal Palace in my opinion. Yeah, it should be at least. Yeah. So it but, shouldn't be surprising, but it is. In one way. Yeah, it's it's the only game so far this season where Tottenham has scored more than two goals. Yeah. Which in in that fact this is quite scary. Um and yeah, it's, they don't look as good as I, I thought they would. Like they're sixth in the table, the seventh in form so far, with two wins, one draw and two losses in the last five games. Um but yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they are right now. No, I'm so unsure about them because they have gotten points in matches they have been crap and they have not gotten points in match they have been excellent, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And talk about quickly about Crystal Palace again. I think one of the major reasons why they've been so good is their goalkeeper. Oh, yeah. Vincenzo Guaita. Sorry if I, I, I messed up that word. Or that name <laughs> has held two clean sheets and only conceded six goals in the last five games, and that's even three clean sheets and seven conceded goals throughout the entire season. Would actually put him even with the best goalkeeper so far in the league, which is Ederson, also on three clean sheets with seven goals conceded. So he's up there as the even with the best goalkeeper so right now in the league. And yeah, he's a major reason why Crystal Palace is going so so good. Yeah, and it's they they really need uh, need it because some seasons it has been terrible. They have only been beating the top teams some seasons. Yeah, <laughs> All right, well, last season they yeah, were giant killers. Yeah, the strange one. Yeah, that was really strange. Yeah, and now they seems to be good also against the uh, smaller sides. Yeah, they really need it. <laughs> so yeah. Interesting team to follow, I think. Yeah, I think so too. They they have some pretty good players. They have a great mix, and but yeah, you never know with them what you get. Yeah. 
Now, let's move on, I think, to the most surprising game out of the games we picked out. And it's funny that we picked this out as an as a interesting game. Yeah. It was Norwich Manchester City. Oh, yeah. The one I actually predicted in a way. Yeah. Norwich managed to win at home to Manchester City with three goals to two. Like, we were talking about it like uh, Manchester City's defenders keep the attacker Norwich quiet, which had been so good so far that season with uh, with Cantwell, with uh, Buendia and Pukki, uh, the front three. And no, they could not, but <laughs> that was almost like, I, I did not think Norwich could pull it off. But they did. Yeah, and I don't uh, know how. Uh, they, uh, Manchester City's defense line. Is the key, yeah. Yeah. Or the lack of the fence line. Yeah. Yeah, they have some major injuries. They had yeah. coming into the season. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know a little bit more about the Manchester City about Manchester City than me. Yeah. But going into the season, they only had three real centre backs. I think. I think it that's. Was, it was Laporte. It was Stones, and it was Otamendi. Yeah, that's and that's not a good backline. Yeah, and now Laporte and Stones are both out injured. Laporte quite long. Yeah, Laporte is the February. best guy of them. Yeah, by far. Yeah, he he's like I, he's keeping the backline like almost it is his backline. Yeah, and then Stones. I don't know how long he'll be out for. The last game you had to play uh, Otamendi and Fernandinho as centre backs, which. Um, doesn't seem that hard to beat. <laughs> and now, once again, Edison uh, is the best goalkeeper so far in the league. Um, and he's been doing good uh, like in the last five games as well. But that blimp losing to Norwich. <sighs> it's not the only time they lost points. They also lost points to Tottenham. And you mentioned before they did badly and they still managed to get a point against Manchester City. And that's the that's the five game five points that Manchester City is behind Liverpool if you look on the in the league. But yeah, but uh, it's uh, been a weird start. Yeah, I, I'm actually I'm not surprised. Like I said, in that match, Norwich against Manchester City, like not with that backline. No, but still, like they, it's but Norwich. The only thing is <laughs> that City should be able to do more goals than two. Yeah. Yeah, d- definitely. Yeah, because I, they, have they have a match this uh, last week's that was amazing from them, or amazing, yeah. almost amazing. It was a good start. <laughs> then they dropped off. Yeah, you mean the eight now? Yeah, yeah. against Watford. I, I, I'm yeah. content with the first eighteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, five now after eighteen minutes. Yeah. Oh my god, that was amazing. But yeah, they should be able to do more than two goals against Norwich. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, with all the chances they had. Yeah. Like... And and even more damning, I would say, to Manchester City, that was the only win Norwich picked up in the last five games. They've only scored two goals outside of that game, and that was in their 3-2 loss to Chelsea. So, right now, they scored against Liverpool. They scored against Newcastle, so that kind of beats. But they scored against Chelsea. They did not score against West Ham. They scored against City. They did not score against Burnley and then Crystal Palace. 
So it seems like Norwich can only score against top teams or teams that are bad enough. Yeah. Sorry, Newcastle fans, but right yeah. now you're bad enough. You're right at the bottom together with Watford. Yeah, and you don't and, want to be there right. with Watford. No, because they have not been good. No, <laughs> uh, like what does happen with them? Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's... I, I, I thought Norwich would do better. Um, of course, not saying they've done bad. They won against Manchester City, but yeah. the rest of the games, uh, the games against Burnley, against Crystal Palace, where you think they should be able to take points or at least score goals, but they, they have not been able to. And what I know, they don't have any major injuries to the to the front three I just mentioned. They might have. To be fair, I haven't looked it up that that closely, but I haven't heard anything about either of them being injured. So. But yeah, a weird game that makes Premier League interesting. Exactly. Now, let's move on to the fourth game, which was the first uh, old top six derby yeah. that we mentioned. And that was Chelsea against Liverpool. And in my opinion, that was surprisingly even. Yeah, because at the time of the recording last episode, Chelsea was having a really bad time. They just came off... Uh, almost losing to Norwich and only drawing against Sheffield United. They did not look good. And Liverpool was coming off a perfect start, which they still have. Seven wins after seven games. So in that sense, it would sound like, hey, it's easy. Liverpool is going to run over all over Chelsea. But in the, in the two game weeks between when we recorded that and, the, and they actually faced, Chelsea became way better. And yeah, as as you said, Liverpool only managed to win with two goals to one. So, yeah, that was surprising for, for me. Like, the, yeah. if that it was like the beginning of the season, Liverpool should have run away with the result. Yeah. And to be fair, like they still won. They they managed to get they managed to get three points. They're on top with. Uh, in the last five games, 12 goals scored and three conceded. With six goals and two conceded in the first two games of the season. But Chelsea isn't that bad. They're actually fifth in form with just that loss against Liverpool. And then they have three wins and one draw in the last five games. Compare that to a loss and a draw the first two games. One which was a 4-0 drubbing by Manchester United. I would say it's it's a uh, it's a it's a good recovery by Chelsea. That's a good result to get. Like losing with one goal against Liverpool, that's a good result in any way. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, after losing to four by Manchester United, only one of the two wins. The other one, as earlier mentioned, against Leicester, and then only losing one goal to Liverpool. And actually managed to get some wins. And actually having the most informed striker right now with Tammy Abraham actually scored seven goals in the last five games. Which is actually one more than Sergio Aguero from Manchester City. Which is kind of insane. But yeah, yeah he's the most informed striker right now. Tammy Abraham of Chelsea. Um, yeah. he's a, he has been amazing. Uh, yeah. And, and it's nice to see them. Like, in fifth, 13 goals, eight conceded in the last five. In seventh, in the full table, climbing upwards. 
they do not look as bad as they looked right at the start of the season. So I, I can't wait because, yeah, I think Lampard has done a way better job, to be fair, than I thought he would. And it's gone way faster to turn it around than I thought it would. So, yeah, top four for Chelsea, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Liverpool, Manchester City, Leicester and Chelsea, top four. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that would have been a surprise. That would be uh, not what people expect at the start no. of the season. But yeah. looking at the form right now, why not? Because Chelsea is starting to look really good. Yeah, and the funny thing is that Chelsea is using a lot of young players still. I think they are at least. Yeah, they are. And uh, I love it. They dare to do it. Me too. I, I, I'm really liking it. They, uh, I think it's really brave to use that many young players. Yeah. But they, don't, they don't have much of a choice in, a, in one way, but still... I think he would use a lot of young players anyway. Yeah. It's, I think it's his style, uh, Lampard's style to trust to use. And I mean, if you look at the first five games of the season, the only goal scorers for Chelsea was under 21 players, Abraham, Mount and Tumori. Now, since then, we have William with a goal, Conte with a goal, Jorginho with a goal. So they're starting to spread it out a little bit. But... For a while there, it was only under 21 players that scored for them. So, we're under 23s, perhaps, ones, but yeah, young ones. That's the important part. So, yeah. But yeah, interesting team to follow in the future. Yeah. And then we have the W game, like we call it. Yes. The W teams. <laughs> the, yeah, which was not a W start. Uh, Wolverhampton was at Watford, which I think both teams still had zero wins going into this game. Yes, they did. Both, neither of the teams had one going into this game. Which was, was what we thought about when we put this game as an interesting one to follow. In the end, Wolverhampton managed to win 2-0 at home at the Molyneux. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Watford is not having it easy. No, they are taking a beating. Yeah, I think since their switch of manager, they have zero goals scored and 10 goals conceded in two games. Oh. I think. That's that's just heartbreaking. Yeah, I'm not sure. I might be wrong. I don't remember which manager was in charge in their 2 to draw against Arsenal. I don't remember uh, if that was, yeah, if that changed the manager by then. But yeah, it's still still not a good, not good for Watford. Bottom of the league, bottom of the form table, of course, then as well. Four goals scored and 20 conceded. Four more than the closest team, which happens to be Norwich. Like, we both thought them, I thought them uh, 11th, you thought them 10th coming into the season. Yeah. In our predictions at the very start of the season. That does not look good. <laughs> no, where that prediction will go somewhere. Yeah. If they don't right. like wake up and do a miracle. Yeah. They're, they're, if, if, if they, they, do a if they wake City. up and do like the start they had last season yeah. when they went unbeaten for quite a long while and now should actually was they even up in top six at a time? 
during the start mm. of last season. But I if you were... you do remember Leicester City's season just before the gold, they were dead last or yeah. something like that. Uh, uh, before the ten last games or something, then they won constantly. Yeah, and managed to get out from relegation, and then yeah, the next season. Yeah, and and won. from the beginning of that season, they were taking such a beating. So, are you saying that that's what I'm gonna have to Watford? <laughs> uh, no, but I'm hoping it's for their yeah. sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's kind of fun turnaround that Leicester year, and but yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen again. Um, but oh. I hope for Watford's sake it can, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna start trying to give them some hope here. Yeah, right now they they only don't they they not only look in table wise like the worst team in the league three points off of the closest team four points from safety already, but also they look on field like the worst team, which is not good because that's really what matters. If they play well but not getting points, well you can always get lucky in a game you play well and get some points, but. They don't look the part yet, and that's their major problem. Yeah. So. But if we have a last uh, match about those we were looking yes. forward to. Yeah, and it only happened uh, the other day, actually, uh, which was Manchester United versus Arsenal, which was another old top six battle. Two teams that have struggled so far this season an interesting game and ended 1-1 and watching the game was probably a good result between the teams but it also showed the problems for both teams in the game because they have some good players both teams then they have some average players and they have some players that destroy for their own team um and I think that showed in the game. Um, I wasn't that impressed. I, like I, I was hoping to see some kind of life, something that will show they're going to reach the end of the darkness soon and start going upwards. I mean, Arsenal still, they're fourth in the league, which I guess is, is not that bad. They're, they're ahead of West Ham. They're ahead of Tottenham. They're ahead of Chelsea. So actually, they're the top uh, London team right now, but uh, still, it doesn't. I don't think they're going to be able to stay there. Not with the football they're playing right now. No, that's like th- those teams. I think both teams have having some serious problems actually. Yeah. I mean, but, like they're right supposed now, to be top six. Yeah, they're supposed to be. They're supposed I mean, yeah, to be really powerful. Has. Like they have, at least Arsenal have such an attacking player in Aubameyang. Yeah, and he scored five goals in the last five games. Yeah. He scored seven goals in the first seven games. Actually, even with Abraham and only one goal off Aguero, which is leading the the score chart at the moment. But I think that's the only thing they have going for them, really, offensively, and to be fair, defensively. Leno has clean, kept one clean sheet so far this season, and that's that's good. But other than that, he's conceded 11 goals in the other six games, which is almost two a game. 
which I think don't I don't think is good enough. And if you look on the conceded goals around the league, yeah, they're they're not they're they're about mid table I would say, but it's not good enough. Well, like they've over conceded more than double the amount of goals of Leicester in third, which. Yeah. Fun enough also has the same conceded goals as Liverpool, which is the leaders. But it's not good enough. No. And yeah. Even United has less conceded goals. And they have a of course they have upgraded their back line. And to be fair, it shows. Maguire and Lindelof is, is creating a quite good uh mid uh, mid midfield no, not midfield. Center back power trip. I was one what I was looking for. And the Hayes having a good season. In in the last game they had to play Ashley Young uh as as one defender and, and Alex Twanzebe as the other one, which is never good. I mean Twanzebe did, did okay. Young did okay, but I never want to see him play again if I had the choice to. Um <laughs> That was harsh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it may be a little bit harsh, but He's not good enough to be playing for Manchester United, I don't think. They should have better better uh, fullbacks than the, than uh, than they had to rely on on uh, a centre back to Wednesday Bay to play uh, fullback and then Ashley Young. So even though they have they have Shaw, they have one Bisaka at the first back, but b- b- behind them it's just they're nowhere to be found. Yeah. Yeah, that was the matches we were looking for last time. Yeah. And one team we criminally missed. Yeah. We gotta mention because we mentioned the other top six teams Liverpool, Manchester City, Leicester, Chelsea, and Crystal Palace, if you look on form. The only team we didn't mention is West Ham. And and if you said that Crystal Palace is where they are because of their goalkeeper. I couldn't say I couldn't talk about West Ham without saying the same thing. Because Lukas Fabianski has kept clean two three clean sheets and only conceded two goals in uh, in his last five games. On the form table, he is top. If you look over the entire season, he is third with three clean sheets and eight goals conceded. And then remember, five of those, I believe was against Manchester City in match week one. So, in six rounds, he conceded three goals after that uh, humiliation to Manchester City on the opening weekend. Yeah, and uh, like, that's good. that's good comeback. Yeah, <laughs> that is good comeback. Yeah, he like shut them up. Because yeah. everyone was like, oh my god, they're going to take a beating this season. Yeah. You 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 would think that, but yeah. they look really strong. And they've they finally, I think, found that striker they've been looking for so long. Sebastian Allaire, which scored three goals in the last five games. But that he's so much more than that. He actually he actually made Jormolenko being able to score three goals in the last five games. And he brings he brings so much play into the front third that I haven't seen for such a long time uh, at West Ham. And I mean, Philip Anderson is is three assists for them, and he's making that team gel. And I think that was an amazing signing by West Ham. 
to bring Sebastian Allaire to, to the club. And yeah. Yeah, I'm and really they, they're really showing something. Like I didn't believe in them. I was beating down on them really hard in, uh, before the season. Yeah. I I thought they could fight for a top 10. I think I said, yeah, I, I put them as 10. You thought 15th. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right now, I think they're, they're right at the moment. They're better off than we both thought. They're, they're fifth in the table right now. The same points as Arsenal. Same goal difference, only two goals less scored. Um, so, but yeah, they're only two points of Leicester, and they're only only four points of Manchester City, which is kind of insane. Yeah, well, we all know seven point seven games in the season, but it was still they're like they're, they're better than I think anyone expected. Some some people hoped it. But did they really believe it? Yeah, I don't know. Absolutely not after that, as said, first first round beating by City. Okay. And they were the first team to shut up Pookie, which was massive. Yeah. That, <laughs> but, that looked like Mission Impossible in the beginning. Yeah. But even after that, managing to, to uh, uh, win over the Manchester United with 2-0... Managed to come come back from in Bournemouth away to a two two draw, and that Bournemouth I would say is a team that actually has gone under the radar as well a little bit. They haven't really got the points somehow. I don't know why. They picked up seven points in the last five. They're eighth in the league, um, but it feels like they've been doing really well somehow away from the spotlight. Though. I don't know really how, but yeah. But yeah, West Ham, another team to look forward to, to look out for, should I say. Yeah, the like they are more dangerous than I ever believed. Yeah. But yeah, like they are uh, not the elephant in the room, but in a way, what has really happened to Watford? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's depressing. Yeah. Like, who did they even score four goals against? Uh, let's see if I can find that out. Um, they, yeah, I can. They scored two goals against Arsenal. What? At home. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. In a two-two draw, they managed what? to score one goal against Newcastle away from home in a one-one draw, and they managed to score one goal to West Ham at home in a three-one loss. Oh. So to be fair, um, they, yeah, they they got a they got a draw against Arsenal. That's which is just what. <laughs> That was surprising. Yeah, good for Watford, not good at all for Arsenal. No. <laughs> like, ouch. Yeah. Yeah, this, there's one last team I want to mention before we move on to the next bit, and that is Everton. Oh, oh yeah. I had them as top 10 contenders this season. Just like I almost had Watford, uh, although they were 11th, but still. I top contenders. And, uh, well, I don't know what's going on there either. No, and they did really good signings, in my opinion. Yeah, 
I, I really liked some of the work, and they had had a really good squad from last year. I thought. Yes, yeah. they lost to Drisagana Gay, and we thought that is going to be a massive drop. But maybe Gabama, the guy from Mainz, would would help them, and you know some of the signings look good. But if it is because they lose uh, Gay, or or if someone else is showing, I don't know. But they have three points in the last five games. Yeah. When in the form table put them at 18th, they are 15th in the real table with seven points, which means they got four points from their first two games. But since then, it's gone off a cliff. And I mean, they, they managed to win against Wolverhampton. Great, 3 2. Away, uh, no, at home, sorry. Yeah. But then the last three games. Bournemouth away from home, three loss, three one loss. Sheffield United at home, two nil loss. Oh, and then yeah, a three one loss to Manchester City. I think it's it's actually good that they only considered three goals. Yeah, that's a good result. The, yeah, the average result for Manchester City the last five rounds has been four yeah. one. They have scored twenty goals and conceded five. Yeah, so, then they they actually got a good result then because they only lost with two goals. Yeah. But I'm sure that that is a massive game match the city, but yeah, not looking good. Oh. And apparently their uh, their manager is sitting loose. Um, I'm not too one surprised. One of the ones have been rumored to uh, be sacked shortly. He's not going to be first in Watford. Has only sw- already switched their manager. I don't know what's Brighton going to do. They managed to get a win on the opening day, but since then they haven't got a single win three draws and three losses since then. Um, leaves them in 16th place in the league. <laughs> yeah, there's some teams that uh, not as solid as they wanted. No. And some teams that started better than they expected. Exactly. But it's always fun to see this happening. Not yeah. for the bad teams, but yeah, for the good teams. That's amazing. Teams that can really surprise you. Now, enough talk about the last month. Let's move on to the upcoming month and some interesting games upcoming. Now, there's only four that we found so far that we found was interesting. And three of them accidentally was part of the uh, same team. But uh, we're coming to that. First game we're going to mention is West Ham versus Crystal Palace being played on Saturday the 5th of October. And... Yeah, it's two of the teams that has, right now, the most promising-looking form. Both with 10-plus points in the last five games. It's going to be an interesting game. I would think West Ham is going to win, but Crystal Palace has been way better than I, than I anticipated, so it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, I, I, I believe in West Ham, for the fifth. if I have to add that. Mm. Yeah, sorry if I run you over there. <laughs> no, no problem. You can continue to last. I just want to stick that in. I believe in West Ham in that point. Yes. The other game on the 5th of October is Liverpool versus Leicester. And again, this is two of the most informed teams at the moment in the league. Liverpool unbeaten. But Leicester has faced off with Manchester United and yes, they lost. But... They deserve probably something more of it. They played against Chelsea. They managed only to get a draw in that game, but they were better than Chelsea. So let's see what they can do against Liverpool. Um, it's going to be interesting the game, I, th- I think, to watch. So 
one to look out for. Next game, if we jump to the next uh, game week, which is the 20th of October, which is a Sunday, it's Manchester United versus Liverpool. So, yeah, now you figured out which team is, is going to come in three games in a row here. Yeah. But, yeah, another... Manchester United has not looked that good, well, to be honest. They but, should be a heavy hitter, but they're not. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're still part of the old top six. And even though it feels like the top six doesn't exist, it's still kind of hardwired in the brain. So it's still an interesting game to look at. Because it's still... Manchester United is still a team with enough good players to to challenge a team like Liverpool on a good day. If Liverpool has a bad day, yes. But still a game to look out for, I think. And uh, the last game I want to mention is the upcoming Sunday after that, the 27th of October. Back to Anfield, it's Liverpool against Tottenham. Yeah. And now this, I think, will be a really interesting game. Because we, re- we record this the day after Tottenham got crowned 7-2 at home by Bayern München in the Champions League. Mm. Which is not good. But I think they will be able to bounce back in the league and I don't think they will be that bad for the rest of the season. And it's another tough fixture for Liverpool. They have three round. There's... Th- there are three game weeks in the month of October, and I think all three game weeks, Liverpool has a tough game. So this is going to be a really interesting one for that reason. But yeah, that's really the games. Yeah, and we, I think Liverpool, that, that Tottenham has the great potential. It depends yes. on what Tottenham can, can deliver on that day. But much like Chelsea, we didn't expect it to be that close as it was to Liverpool. So who knows? It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be interesting, definitely. But yeah, yeah. I think we're, uh, I think we're, we're pretty we're happy the, here. Exactly, but yeah, it, it's been fun recording this as usually. Yeah. I hope you're enjoying list, listening because yeah, it's really fun to record. But we will be back in the beginning of November, if I'm not mistaken. You're correct. So, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to a lot of matches, even more than those matches that we mentioned. But if you you feel like we missed some matches this month, feel free to put it in the comments or whatever it's named on the platform you're listening on. But that was all from us. And yeah, I don't know. We'll see you in November then. Bye. Bye.